the button so that we can all just talk. Yeah, you're turned off because nobody cares. Sorry, eat wieners, nerd. That's right. So look us up on our website, timeforanother.com. Send us an email, timeforanotherpodcast at gmail.com. Let's talk about drugs. Did you like that? Thanks, SpongeBob guy. Yes. And we're live from the Time for Another Podcast studio. Sit in the basement on another Wednesday. It is a little bit chilly outside. I believe fall is upon us, gentlemen. Funny story. It is spooky season. Jesus Christ. I, <laughs> it is the spooky season. <laughs> although, although, today I had to go downtown. I was in one of the parking garages. And I go bebopping across there and I look up and I'm looking in this car and they had a Jason mask stuck to the headrest. Nice. And I thought somebody was sitting in that car and fucking scared me. I was like, oh, <laughs> god damn. That's why they call it the spooky season. <laughs> so I, I got got. But if you're into the spooky season and you're one of those people who worships all things Halloween, go fuck yourself. It's a stupid holiday and you're white trash. Anywho. <laughs> well, if the shoe fits. <laughs> I, I, am a, I, I wouldn't necessarily say worship. I don't put my shit up until Halloween. Shut up, garbage man. <laughs> I wore a spooky shirt just for you. No, I. There's nothing wrong with Halloween, but I don't understand the people that have had Halloween lights and decorations up for a month and a half already. But that's those same people that put up Christmas stuff in November first. Yeah, and God, on my, November first, my and house is a mess, man. That's what Abby does. Well, good luck. Just Christmas from November one on. I'm. I'm gonna have to look at my lady. And say, uh, no Christmas until after Thanksgiving. And if you don't like that, I don't care. I agree wholeheartedly. I think it's the season, and especially Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving deserves its fair shake. Like, don't just wash over Thanksgiving. If you're going to celebrate the fuck out of Halloween, you better celebrate the fuck out of Thanksgiving. Because at least Thanksgiving is meaningful in some sort. You don't just have a bunch of beggars come to your house asking for candy. I do wish that they did have, like, more interesting like blow up critters for thanksgiving you know like kylander rest in peace we've uh <laughs> talked about this many many a times about how there just needs to be like a gravy boat inflatable oh yeah dumping gravy <laughs> oh yeah so talk so daniel yes how is the eyeball bud getting better by the day perfect in case nobody knew what you don't because i'm telling you now Daniel had an eyeball surgery. He's got dead guy's eyes. Yeah, well, I've had those, but this is this is cataract, so everything seems blue. <clears throat> because when you have cataracts, it's kind of this yellow filter that you see everything through. Mm -hmm. So now you look at like concrete; it looks blue. It's strange. It's, Interesting. But you know, I'll, I'll adjust to it. It's it's you know it it's. With any luck at all, unless something goes seriously wrong, the last of four eye surgeries. I'm gonna say personally, I'm amazed. You kind of looked like shit yesterday when I saw you. <laughs> well, that's because I was I was suffering from post anesthesia weirdness. Ah. So you had yeah. your eye patch on, and your old lady was yelling at me across the yard. Well, <laughs> normally I don't have an eye patch. She yeah. just yells at you, so yeah, you true. should get used true, to true, that. True. I think you should just take up wearing an eye patch all the time. It could be really fun. Yar. I think no. eye patches should be more of a, a fashion statement than they are. Nobody really gives 
credence to the eye patches anymore. Well, <clears throat> if I if I go uh, dark in one headlight, I'm wearing an eye patch. I'm just telling you right now. And I'll wear a black one with something on it. Skull and crossbones, I don't know. <laughs> get a rainbow Grateful one, Dead, steal your face thing, I don't know. Not the rain. Come get on. The, get a rainbow. We know how much you love celebrating Pride Month. Mm-hmm. You'd look so Wait, sorry, cute. Pride Year. You'd look so cute in a rainbow. Yeah, that and uh, some assless <laughs> chaps. I'd be right. I'd be right there, wouldn't I? I have you seen? Oh, there's two different people. It's Dylan Mulvaney, and then the other one, who's just a guy with a beard with eyeshadow, and he calls himself oh, a woman. Yeah, I've seen that. You know who I'm talking about? That, that he always talks about pronouns fella, and all kinds of other shit. So that that numb nuts was talking today. I saw or I saw a video today, and he was saying how there were. How to use Zeno pronouns. What the fuck is that? You don't know because they're so mystical you can't even say them. And I just went, oh, no. Oh, no. Don't do it, Henry Winkler. Don't jump the shark. Don't completely lose any credibility that you idiots had. Oh, too late. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm just... There we go. It's I'm done, at guys. a loss as to what to say about that. I. Oh... It's special. Here's the thing. There's nothing to say because guess what? They have now just marched themselves complete. Like you said, jump the shark, man. See yeah. you guys later. It's you done. Made it's it so over. complicated you can't even describe it anymore. You did it. And now we're all better for it. So anyway. Does that mean we can go back to normal life now? No. No. Damn it. Never. Sunday night. Brent and I <laughs> and our our other halves. We went and saw Adam Sandler, and he was fucking wonderful. It was a great show. It was an amazing show. It was so good, I didn't even buy any beer. I and was sober. Rob Schneider was there yes. as a special guest. He busted out a song and sang, and has absolute pipes. Like, he kicked ass and took names, and he's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Blatantly not a liberal? And, I was going to ask, did he say anything not politically correct? He did, said, uh, he you know how he knows Dylan Mulvaney's not a woman? The dick. <laughs> ah, well, that's a dead giveaway. And he, he got up there and he said, uh, Republican, Democrat, it doesn't matter. They're both assholes. Pay hard, attention. Hard to argue with. And I was like, oh, he nailed it. But he did have a funny joke about Houston and the floods, I thought. Oh, dude, I thought the boat thing was like hilarious. He, he goes, during the floods in Houston, you got these people motoring around on boats going up to houses. He goes, can you imagine if they were rolling up to people and going, you're Republican or Democrat? I'm Democrat. Sorry, this is a Republican boat. <laughs> There's going to be a kayak coming by here in a little while. It's better for the environment. Best of luck. <laughs> You know, fortunately, we don't have floods in Idaho because there'd be some people drowning. Hey, it'd be okay. One time when thinning the herd might not be such a bad thing. <laughs> and, you know, speaking of which, we, over the weekend, for whatever reason, we ended up kind of running through the north end. Ugh. And... I bet it was real pretty with all the leaves falling and changing. Yeah, it was colors. real pretty with all the leaves falling and all the. Uh, but then you guys got behind the guy with the coexist sticker and refugees welcome sticker on the back of his car, right? I didn't see any of those. And Damn. You, know, you know what I did not see? I did not see a single Biden bumper sticker. Well, yeah, because they ripped them all off when they realized he was a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever reason, I didn't see a single one. <clears throat> 
There is a couple, if you go down, I think, Harrison Boulevard, there's a couple. There were, last time I went down, and that was a couple months ago, there were a couple flags, the Biden flags flying. Well, maybe they got embarrassed and just... I don't see how you can still be riding with Biden, because he is... With a slogan like that, how can you not? Especially when you sit back and you realize, like, okay, they've taken all of his... Before this stuff went down with Israel, they've taken all of his TV time away. They basically put him back in the basement. They're not letting him talk to anybody. On Air Force One, he's using the short stairs so that he can fall on the stairs inside. And nobody can laugh at him. <laughs> um, he's wearing tennis shoes everywhere so that he doesn't fall down. Oh, I bet they're a pair of hokas, aren't they? <laughs> like, he's, they're doing everything in their power to make him not look like a goddamn zombie wandering around out there. He's just wearing a pair <laughs> of fucking Skechers shape-ups from 15 years ago. It's just not working. I'm working my glutes. Not a joke. Like he is struggling. <laughs> Dude, that's an understatement, man. Struggling. It's a mess. Anywho's so Adam over and under, do you think he's going to win again? <laughs> I, I don't see how. <laughs> well, I didn't see how last I time. I genuinely but... <laughs> don't see how. I, I, If you had to vote between this empty beer can and Joe Biden, I don't see what Joe Biden brings to the table. At least the beer can served a purpose at one point. You can put water back in it and still drink out of it. You can recycle it and reuse it, turn it into something that's yeah. good. I mean, you could fill it with wax and a wick and turn it into a candle, I guess. Ooh. If you're a pothead, you can turn it into a little makeshift pipe and smoke weed out of it. Can't confirm. Joe Biden, he wouldn't even be a very good paperweight because he'd wander away. Hey, have have we considered filling him with wax and getting a wick? I... <laughs> Uh, the guy's got b- mashed potatoes for a brain, so yeah. who knows? Jeez. It's kind of rough is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love how there's even like people that still think, yeah, he could win. Like, there can't be. I don't there's... think the Democrats are seriously going, he's got a chance. <laughs> it's, it's very much the Dumb and Dumber scene. So you're telling me there's a chance. I, I think they're all kind of crossing their fingers going, die, die. Fall down those stairs. God damn it, not up them, down them. Fall down the stairs. But then we've got Kamala. Yeah, but I think at least with that, they could trot anybody else out. Because they're not just going to look at her and be like, well, you obviously get the nod because you were president for a year. But can you imagine how many new buses we're going to get, guys? Come oh, on. Oh, buses. So excited. Hey. Electric. I <laughs> Man, I can't wait to see the grid start to fail when everything goes electric. I'm I, excited. I just get such a kick out of watching her talk because <laughs> she makes a point. And that point is important. And the importance of that point is that the point is important. And if you don't understand just how important that point is, maybe the point is not important to you, but it needs to make it important to you because the point is important. Got it? No, no. Yeah, the, the point is like a bowling ball. It's completely round. <laughs> and it's, it's one of those things where you're just like, God dang it, lady. I, you got to stop talking. You've got, you need to go back into the basement with Joe Biden and be quiet with him. And see what we can do about that. Jeez. So, but at least, well, at least they're not pull, pulling the COVID shit anymore, like hard. Yet. Yeah. Yet. Oh, yeah. But speaking of COVID. I got to thinking about COVID and the vaccine. And then when we're watching football the other weekend, every other commercial is just drugs, 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 drugs. Yep. And they are pushing just these new pharmaceuticals 
like wildfire. I, I've never seen it like it. It's, it's pretty interesting to watch, to be honest. Yeah. And it got me thinking about drugs and bad drugs. Because believe it or not, not every single one that they make is a home run and something to be, you know, calling home and telling mom about. <laughs> they do have a tendency to uh, not be screw good. the pooch every now and then. And the problem with pharmaceuticals and screwing the pooch <laughs> is it usually ends up with people dying because yeah. it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> people so, getting maimed. I mean, hey, they're giving free flu shots at Costco, though. Just are not free, but they're given no line. I walked in there today, walked through the door, and it, I felt like I was walking into a ballpark. The pharmacist just standing there goes, flu shot, flu shot. <laughs> Full yeah, shot, no line. I, I've been there a couple, three times since they've been doing that, and nobody. Oh, he was. Nobody. Just, I think he's just been standing there handing pamphlets out all day saying, you want flu shot? Yeah. They do I everything just, but drag people in by the collar. I just waved at him. I was like, hey, see ya. I don't like the flu oh, yeah. shot. So speaking of drugs, I found a list of the 10 worst drugs of all time. <laughs> Put- Pharmaceutical drugs. Not like heroin. Heroin and meth are obviously bad. Yeah. And don't forget fentanyl. I don't have to sit there and be like, little Billy, you don't need to be doing methamphetamine because it's bad for you. Like, that's, yeah, it is. I found all these crazy rocks in my pocket. But these are delightfully difficult to say. I'm so excited. And they have little explanations about them. And I'm going to let these guys try to guess and see if they know what they are. So the first one is called diethylstilbestrol. Used to go by Des. Can you use it in a sentence, please? <laughs> <laughs> That's that was an estrogen drug, right? That was an early birth control pill, wasn't it? Nailed it, Daniel. So, you're you're right there in the in the, the the right wheelhouse. So this stuff was recalled in 1975. It had been on the market for 37 years at that point, <laughs> <laughs> and financially, it Dude. was a really steep pay out they had to pay people because this stuff was bad but there's no real way to tell who paid what um nice because each manufacturer was responsible for who made it like if if you got the the Merrick version and you got the british pharmaceutical version they each had to pay you differently mm-hmm. and this this drug was actually <laughs> <laughs> this drug was actually kind of made through British public funds, so it was never patented. That's why everybody could use it and make their own version of it. And but, uh, wait a minute, wasn't there another recent injection that was paid by public funds? I mean, oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Proceed. We I, got I, told to take it. And you said it was <laughs> yeah. a, it was an early version of like birth control, basically. Kind of. Like so, here, take these lead chips, and we'll make sure when you get pregnant, it'll it was, shoot itself it was, out prescribed for more than 30 years to prevent miscarriages oh okay so it was well, it was you were, uh, you were in the right wheelhouse like you knew it had to do with that oh uh, yeah well for what that's worth this but, has to do with lady parts <laughs> in 1971 they started noticing a connection to women who have taken this their daughters started developing a specific kind of cancer Oh, that. And it just, I mean, it was dead ass like, that, yep, that's that caused that. Good luck. So, the funny fact about this drug is it's still being made today. No, it's not. And it's still being used today. Interesting. And 
tell so tell because me because is it approved by the FDA? It is. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it must be perfectly safe. And Did they slice the piece that gives you cancer off? They only banned it for women. Oh, so I can take well, it <laughs> because they've had no well, specific well, 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 ties well, to it coming back to men, and it's to treat men with est- estrogen deficiency. Because whether you're man or woman, you both make testosterone, you both make estrogen, but you uh-huh. just make them at very different levels. You know what? Uh-huh. So when your you know body goo gets all out of whack and you don't have enough estrogen, you can have issues. So they prescribe it for that. I see. We can't. We still can't figure out what a woman even is anymore. So. Well, there's that. Well, I think this is going to be fun because you're going to start getting people that are getting prescribed stuff and they'll be like, you're a man. You're not going to have any issues. Like, I am seven months pregnant. Like, oh, fuck. Your kid's going to be riddled with funky bumps. (laughs) And not in a good way, in a cancerous way. Look how cute your child is. Oh, my God. It's radioactive. All right. The next one. Daniel Daniel will know this one. Fenfluramine fenteramine. Bless you. Fen Fen. Fen. Oh, Fen Fen. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Fen Fen for you nurse folk out there. (laughs) So Fen Fen was recalled in 1997. Mm -hmm. And awards to the victims are close to $14 billion. (laughs) So tell me, who was the manufacturer of that particular gem? Wyeth Ayerst laboratories okay well okay what all right so who mass produced it finfin was super popular for weight loss in the 90s and it's estimated that 6.5 million people took it to fight obesity and (laughs) unfortunately people started having pulmonary problems and the fda's like oh we can't really have heart disease and people dying because they're not wanting to be fat and die of a bad heart from being fat was that just the shit that they, they just put pills in the mills at Jenny Craig? Like, here you go. <laughs> so they say that uh, more than 50,000 FenFen victims filed suit. Jesus. And the legal expenses combined with awards are estimated to be north of $21 billion. Mm. And uh, <laughs> it's just... It was it was bad. I know lots of people that actually took it. I'm, I was I'm old say, enough to remember people that took it and now, got money for taking it. My question is, did uh, did Fenfen work? Yeah. So oh, so it knocked it knocked see, the pounds that's, off. That's what kind of makes me nervous. What's the new weight loss drug? Is it Ozempic? Um, yeah. Like they've got a new one, and I'm like, dude, you cannot tell me that's not just Fenfen cleaned up a little bit, and they're trying to do something different. And here in about 20 years, we're going to have a bunch of people going, hi, did you take Ozempic and are now suffering from falling off legs? Have your legs fallen off after taking Ozempic? You may be entitled to a cash allowance. Like, it's coming, and you know it's coming. So, but, but yeah, well, no, I'll save that question till the end. <laughs> <laughs> and guess who made that one? Those same guys. No, they're not. What? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, I got confused. Oh, you're wrong. Burr, 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 burr. I lost. All right, another one. That's how he won't hit that button on himself. <laughs> you son of a... This one is Terfenidine. I remember that name. And the generic is Seldane. Seldane. Made by 
Horsch Marion Rosell, now Aventus. Wasn't that the one for uh, hair loss? Allergies. Nope. No, acne. Allergies? Allergies. And no. Nailed it. Antihistamine. One for the Brent dog. Woo! Keep feeding me, bitch. <laughs> there, I pushed the button. It didn't go the first Thank time. You. So, <laughs> Seldane was a big money maker. Like, they did really, really well and sold a shit ton of it. It was on the market for 13 years, pulled it in 1997. And before it was pulled, it sold close to $440 million worth of it. Like, they were cranking that shit out like crazy. In addition to its legal expenses, the loss of the market share alone to drugs such as Claritin was steep. Because Claritin showed up about yeah. that same time and started kicking the shit out of this stuff. Yeah. So it was already on yeah. a decline. And it was a popular antihistamine brought to market in 1985 uh, to treat allergies without causing drowsiness. And the FDA started pulling it back and recalling it because they had a lot of cases of cardiac arrhythmia, oh. which is abnormal activity. Electrical activity heart, in your heart. Your heart's not working right. Yeah. It's not beating right. Your heart gets the Jimmy legs. <laughs> and <laughs> Jimmy Brooks legs? <laughs> that, that's a medical term, by the way. But the Jimmy. craziest part about this drug is when they pulled it in 1990, there were more than 100 million patients worldwide taking it. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, so we wonder how many of those people are now have pacemakers or are croaked. Oh, yeah. And... The great thing is that they were able to kind of sidestep some of the damages and some of the problems they had with it by kind of cleaning up the formula and working it out a little bit and putting another thing out called um, Allegra. Oh, Allegra. shit. Allegra is rebranded Terfenidine Celadine. Well, you can't use the old name that <laughs> fucked people up, man. <laughs> what do you mean I, you don't want murder, death, pill-eyed? <laughs> they're, they're still selling Allegra, aren't they? Yeah. You can buy Allegra over the counter now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, and if that doesn't work, you, you know, we'll also buy uh, nine millimeter bullets, and you know. But I mean, dude, I get, I got allergies, man. I take allergy pills, but damn, damn. <laughs> I, I take generic Claritin, like in certain times of the year. Doesn't work. It takes the edge off, but I don't know. Dude, on the other hand, it doesn't kill me. So I the hamburger buys allergy pills, and she's just like, "Take this. It's an allergy pill." I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't have allergies, and but I, you I, said to take it. I've seen the <laughs> oh, dude. My allergies get fucked up. They're gnarly. <laughs> they suck, man. But mine's Amazon brand, so it could be anything. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it so, comes from China. Not to worry. Yeah, you're good. Next, we have Mybridil. Or Posicor. Oh, I don't recall that one at all. I feel like so, that's a birth control. This one, no. Damn no, it. No. Um, <laughs> this was recalled in 1998 after only a year on the market. Ooh, so uh, it's going to be something good. Oh, it's I be think you nailed good. it. So, in only a year on the market, Posicor or Posicor was linked to 123 deaths. Holy shit. Yeah. In a year. Oh, dude, it's going to be like a blood thinner medication. The problem was... That's 10 a month. It was super safe. Legitimately super safe. Until you took it with anything else. So ah. if they looked at you and they said, uh, like, here, this is the only pill you take, you're good, you'd be fine. 
But if you took it with an aspirin, who knows? It might shut you off. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, it, and that was with a combination of 25 other drugs uh, that was fatal, like instantly so, fatal. So what was that drug allegedly for? Uh, it was prescribed to more than 200,000 people worldwide in the space of a year. And... You know, it doesn't really say. Oh, oh. man. It just really dropped off the back. Yeah, it, okay. it vanished. Mm-hmm. Well, so if, it, if it's murking people at the rate it was, <clears throat> what, shit. What was the name of this thing? M-I-B-E-F-R-A-D-I-L. Where do you think they come up with the names for all these things, man? Who knows? I'm pretty sure they just get like they get the like magnet letters and they throw it at the fridge and whatever lure comes out, that's where there it is. Ah, <laughs> uh, for the treatment of hypertension <clears throat> and chronic angina, which is heart pain. <laughs> and nice angina. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that stuff was pretty freaking gnarly, and and I mean, they've found direct linkage between 25 different medicines that and combined <laughs> with that would shut you the fuck off. Dude, but but just... the FDA approved that one, correct? Only for a year. <laughs> Only for a year. But it was perfectly safe for oh, a yeah. year. All right. Next. Pray proceed. But what's what's the testing protocols on that? Because they at least had to have tested it for a Well, that's a crazy part. You know they year, tested right? this, this medication for at least 10 years. That seems to be like the very bare bones minimum that they'll test a medicine. But... When you're testing a medicine, they're really? under, they're under usually they're under very <laughs> State specific of conditions. Like they really watch people and they know what they're taking. And a lot of people that have high blood pressure, that's the only pill they take. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people that have high blood pressure, like me, I take a handful of pills every day. Like it just depends. I on, take on what vitamins you take. for fun. Give me some vitamin D. You're out of control. I, dude, I'm an old man and I'm not even old. Hey, 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 hey. Next up. We've got a little thing by the name of troglitazone. <laughs> the generic is Resolin. Hmm. Resolin. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on that. <laughs> hmm. Take a guess, Dan. What's your best guess? I have no idea. Like, it could be anything. So it could be... Was it a... I don't, no, I don't know. I Resolin don't know. is an anti-diabetic, anti-inflammatory. Hmm. <laughs> so this bad boy <clears throat> was pulled in the year 2000. One year after being on the market, so you oh, can see no. where this is going. It's going to be good. It was originally aired by the Los Angeles Times, and like they really started pushing it for some reason. Money. Money. And it was removed from the market after only a year over concerns that it was causing a little thing called hepatitis. Oh, that <laughs> cleared up my diabetes real good. But guess what? It gave me hepatitis. <laughs> like, Ooh. son of a bitch. You give me a drug that gives me a new disease. Nice. <laughs> like, that's a real son of a bitch. My, my, my achy bones and diabetes feel good, but this crippling hepatitis is killing me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put me in line for a liver transplant. Oh, Thank yeah. You. Well, don't worry. They have another pill for, for the hepatitis, man. So they this one came out the gates going gangbusters. They made $2.1 billion before they jerked it in a Damn. year. Like, they were really, <clears throat> really kicking butt and taking how names. Many people, so how many people died on this one, does it say? Uh, I didn't say anybody died, necessarily. Well, well that's because good. hepatitis will take you a while. Yeah. You just have to quit drinking and you know watch your diet. And, oh, uh, yeah. What? Yeah, keep look in the mirror every day to see if you're turning yellow. And, and they've you know. got to where they 
can cure a couple kinds of hepatitis now? They can, but I don't know if that kind of, I don't know what kind of hepatitis it was. It doesn't say either. I heard a few months ago they cured cancer. Is that true? Well, I'll heal the chief, and the chief is falling down pooping his (laughs) pants. Next up. Some of them are hard. PPA was the shortened version of it. Uh, (laughs) Phenylpropanolamine? Phenylpropanolamine? PPA? (laughs) Phenylpropanolamine. This was another one of those that had a scatter shot of manufacturers. Oh, fuck. And it got recalled in the year 2000 as well. (laughs) So in other words, in the year 2000, I think people just kind of wised up and were like, hey, this shit's kind of bad. Although... Just ask what's in it, man. What's in this shit? This bad boy was on the market for 60 years. Holy shit. What? Yeah. All right. 60 years. So it took them a while to figure it out. And they say that the, the damages, since it was made by a scatter shot, was millions, if not billions of dollars oh, shit. in liability. And one manufacturer alone settled for $15 million, And Ooh. everyone was making it. If you made pills, you made this stuff. Interesting. So it's a psychoactive drug that saw many uses, and it is unique because the FDA never formally approved it. For decades, it was used for everything from dieting to cold medications to treatment of psychological disorders existing in kind of a limbo where it was neither banned or fully endorsed. It was almost like a supplement. You were just taking it for fun? I guess. didn't even do anything? And they had a handshake deal with the FDA. They were just like... Sure. And, and wait, wait, what was the, I have to look this up. What was the name of this one? Uh, type in PPA. PPA. It should, it should pull it up. Oh, there's too many PPAs. Oh, okay. Poopy Pants Association. I'll spell it for you. Ready? No. <laughs> yes. P-H-E-N-Y-L-P-R-O-P-A-N. Oh, here it is. <laughs> it's big. <laughs> Like, sorry, like I said, they just grab a handful of magnet, let magnetic letters, and they throw them at the fridge, and whatever sticks is what they call this stuff. Yeah. Gotta be. Come so on. the they were saying that this stuff had issues causing strokes. Oh. So. Oh, that's it? Shit. Well, so you, look est- like, you look like Fetterman after you take it. They estimate anywhere from two to 500 strokes a year were caused by it. Oh. Two, two to 500? Yeah, more than 2,500 lawsuits have been filed against all the drug companies that made it. And uh, hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars, were paid out to those people because they were taking a pretty gnarly bad boy there. (laughs) All right, next we've got Saravastatin Bakel. Yeah, that sounds like my ex-girlfriend's name. (laughs) (laughs) The Bakel part. The Bakel. Bakel was made by Bayer, and if you're not familiar with Bayer, Bayer was a brand owned by the Nazis. Yeah. And you know what they did to test medications on people? Give it to they babies. They said, send us a handful of Jews, please. And they did, and if it worked, they worked. And if it killed them, who cared? Because it was World War II, and the Nazis were bad. So was it an aspirin? So this one oh. was pulled in 2001. It was a migraine medication. After being on the market for four years. Oh, that's it. Damn it. And... The litigated damages against the manufacturer bear totaled $1.2 billion. Damn. And Bakel was prescribed to patients for treatment for high cholesterol. 
and it's reported that more than 100,000 deaths and about as many lawsuits resulted from it. Holy shit. So this one was burying people left and right. Um, so when were you take it because your blood pressure is high, so you take it and you're like, it's getting higher, man. It was connected with a severe muscle disorder called rhabdomyosis. Rhabdomyolysis. That's it. Yes. And it clogs the kidneys in with protein from dying muscle tissue. So it yeah. has your body hang on to stuff and corks your kidneys. And the oh. whole statin thing is a long lecture on my part that I will not get into at this juncture. Nope. So our next one, I think you'll know this one. Rof Coexib? <laughs> Coxifib? Viox. <laughs> Viox, one of my favorites. <laughs> so this bad boy was banned in 2004 after five years on the market and nearly $6 billion in litigated damages to the people that took it. Um, Viox was supposed to take over for opiates. Like, it was supposed to be like the, hey, we're the hip new pain drug that's not going to get you all fucked up. Well, it turns out that it did. <laughs> 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 so it was prescribed to more than 20 million people as a pain reliever for arthritis. It was found to be responsible for increased risk of heart attack and stroke. Oh, that both Merrick and the FDA were criticized for ignoring evidence that it was bad to begin with. One of those where they're like, you're really approving this shit. And they went, yep. <laughs> and say, they approved so, it. So like now that they figured out that, you know, you can use pot for, all of that kind of stuff. Well, they report as many as 140,000 people could have suffered from serious coronary heart disease. Jesus. From taking this drug alone. Jesus. And Jesus Christos. Merrick and Vioxx litigation in the United States totaled 4.8 billion and close to 1 billion in legal expenses. Dude. So, but did they say how much money they made from it? Uh, it doesn't say how much they made from it. That's but it, the hot tip. Okay. And, and 2004, the pain pill market, dollar-dollar bills, y'all. That's whenever they would take the Percocet cannon and just start firing pills in the air and be like, you're healed, you're healed. And everybody got a Percocet prescription for 350 a month. Oh, yeah. Pills, you, not $350. You, yeah. $4. Dude, yeah. they, they'd get the pills, and then they take them in the street value on those pills. is fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perks were a big deal on the street. Dude, you get, you get what was it, like 20 bucks a pill, if not more? Well, that's a little high, but but yeah, I mean, maybe if, if things got dry. But Man, back in the day when my doctor used to write me prescriptions, I used to get 50 Percocet for $4. Oh, shit. Yeah, those, well, are, those are good old days. Man, no kidding. What do you get them? Do you, do you even get those anymore? They'll give me four for $4 now. Or like 15 And they'll give you those four grudgingly, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they don't oh, even yeah. want you to have them. And you're like, bro. It's rough. <laughs> Oof. Next on our list, we have Valicohibix. More commonly known as Bextra. Extra. Bextra, Bextra. So this bad boy was pulled after a year in 2005, uh, over $2 billion in legal awards and expenses. And much like Vioxx, it was a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug that was prescribed to treat arthritis and other forms of pain. And it was removed over, believe it or not, similar concerns. Interesting. <laughs> Heart attacks, strokes, you know, the so, usual. So, you know, when you, like all these different pills and stuff that are prescribed to people, do the people actually know what they are? 
because you trust your doctor to know what he's prescribing you, correct? And that's the first. That's your first mistake. Is actually trusting the doctor. Well, yeah, the lecture's coming, so so <laughs> proceed. The reason this bad boy made the list is it resulted in one of the largest fines ever slapped down on one of these pharmaceutical companies, and it was. The fine was levied against Pharmacia and Upjohn uh-huh. and Pfizer. Oh. Pfizer, one of my favorites. For a grand total of $1.195 billion. Billion, yep. yeah. Because they had, they found that they had criminal wrongdoing specifically with intent to defraud and mislead. Really? Pfizer would do that? Pfizer? Hard to believe, right? No. They had the dancing needles on Stephen Colbert. F- Pfizer can't be bad, right, guys? I remember those. I, <laughs> Pfizer? I, you, 2005? Shut your lying 15 mouth. Years? Pfizer 15 wouldn't years do before? that. You're telling me in 15 years <laughs> Pfizer didn't grow a soul? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the funny part. Like, these are the same companies. Hey, could any of us afford a $1 billion bill? No. Nope. No. No. That's no. going to go to my children's children's children. But Pfizer paid that and said, uh, thank you very much. We'll keep making weird shit for people. I was going to. So <laughs> that's the clue to this. The, the, <laughs> the amount of money that's getting like fined and billed for all this shit. Do you hear of these companies ever going out fully? Like they just poof. See ya. They're done after no. this lawsuit. Or do they just continue to make pills? But speaking of companies that went out after lawsuits, our next Uh-oh. Uh-oh. our next subject is Able Laboratories genetic prescription drugs. So in 2005, Able Laboratories got shut the fuck down and had to pay 103 million in annual wait. Able Laboratories had 103 million in annual sales before they shut them down. Ooh. And for uh, over how many years? Every year. 103 million over how many years? It doesn't No, they were okay. making they were making 103 million dollars a year. So I, I just so wondered how many because I'm I'm working up to this. Okay, go so ahead. So it doesn't say, but All right. On May 23rd, 2005, all Able Laboratories products were removed from the market. They shut them the fuck down. Because some of the drugs were too potent, some of them weren't potent enough, some of them weren't ever weren't what they were supposed to be. <laughs> they oh. were mislabeled. They were the wrong pills. Oh well. Oh, so they had some lab in Tijuana, and yeah, they yeah. were just half-assed. They had hey. a pill machine, and they were just like, "Fuck it, man! Put heart disease on it. Who gives a shit? Sell it to that guy." But this is just a bag of Skittles, man. But that was that was my last one. I just thought that was interesting that they shut down an entire laboratory f- because of half assery. Yeah. <laughs> so well, <clears throat> so that was your last drug. That's my last drug on my <clears throat> list. <clears throat> Let me begin. First of all, <clears throat> doctors now are trained by, and they have been for a while, by guess who? The pharmaceutical <laughs> companies. Interesting. So, is that what they do at those conferences? Uh huh. Okay. And they give them shit, and they get, you know, and all that sort oh, yeah. of stuff, and and then they advertise on TV, and here here's l- let me let me put it this way: if you have to drive to work, you have to have gas to get there. It's a cost of doing business. So if you 
pound out this drug and sell it to a whole bunch of chumps and you get fined, it's a cost of doing business. Uh-huh. Every one of these drugs was FDA approved. Now, um, certain circumstances happen like emergency approval or emergency special magic whatever and uh, it's been a joy to my heart to see how badly uh, Pfizer and Moderna stocks have taken it in the nether region because they've they've hit been hit hard and I think the joy is just beginning when people when they finally realize all the damage they did and all the coercion and Maybe if uh, if he doesn't die first, maybe Fauci will be put in prison for crimes against humanity. I but don't think he will. I don't think he will think either. He should, no, he won't. But he's you know he's pretty old. I mean, he's liable to beat this rap. But he's the same guy that screwed up AIDS. You know, I oh, mean, yeah. he's gotten away with this kind of crap. So my advice to anybody: anytime the doctor prescribes you a drug, gallop yourself over to the internet and look on a. I, I always look at, at um, anything. I look at like the reputable things like WebMD, Med, uh, I think it's meds.com. I look at the mainstream things and see what they say. And there's also the common side effects, you know, runny nose, your, your ass itches, something like that. that yeah, that's no big deal. But a, as a nurse, and, and again, I dealt with mostly psychiatric drugs, people would come with these weird symptoms. So I'd look, you know, that would, the PDR was a big, thick book at that time. So I'd look. It's going to say, Zach was here, he'd say, what, do you unwield your scroll to look yeah, at just, it? Just about. It was, yeah, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was thick. And so you look at the drug and you look at the common side effects and you look at the less common. And then I, I always called them the outliers of the weird ones. And that's where the ones that got people, that got people screwed up was those. It could happen in some cases sometimes oh yeah it says here that one in every 10 billion people's buttholes fall out yeah well steve your butthole fell out son of a bitch (laughs) your butthole just walked uh, where am i gonna shit now (laughs) so (laughs) the butthole doesn't bother me but the dry mouth is really killing me (laughs) so so my advice to anybody when your doctor prescribed you a drug do your due diligence because the doctors don't know. Oh, yeah. My- they do not know. And and they have to look things up because they can't know every drug. Oh, yeah. And I have a personal prejudice about uh, going to a, a DO, a doctor of osteopathy, rather than an MD because, because DOs tend to listen more and they tend to be less, oh, here, let me write your prescription for this and get out of my office. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you wouldn't. You wouldn't buy a toaster that way without doing research. You wouldn't buy a car without doing research or at least looking into it. Don't go to the doctor and take what they say as gospel. Yeah, because you're not sticking the car in your body. Right, because we're <laughs> talking about your ass, your very <laughs> ass we're talking about. Don't be silly with your ass. <laughs> I, right. know, I know with me, my kidney stones, there's two medicines for it. That's it. There's two prescription drugs that you can get that treat my kidney stone disease. One's Thiola. Not many people know about it. I tell the nurses that. They stare at me like, what the fuck you say to me? And then I explain to them, yada, yada, yada. Like, oh, okay, because they can pull a generic form of it, and they can kind of figure out what it is. Right. I take name brand because that's what my doctor wants me to take. Um, the other medicine they prescribe is dipenicillamine. And dipenicillamine is what they prescribed if, if 
you got diagnosed with it when you were a kid that was 17. It's just uh-huh. it's just the old old generic the old generic drug that kind of worked for that. And one of the big side effects of it is death. And when I was diagnosed with my kidney stone disease when I was 17, my doctor looked at me and he goes, I will not prescribe you this and do not let anyone prescribe this to you. It can kill you. Do not take this. Mm. And my doctor at the time, little tiny nerdy dude, big glasses, wicked comb over, like just the nerdiest little dude you ever saw. And he thought I was awesome because I had something different. I was a 17-year-old kid walking into a urologist's office. And he's just like, thank God it's not another 90-year-old man that can't piss. You know, so I was exciting and I was new to him. And every time I'd go in there, he'd be like, I read about this. This does this. That does that. Here's what this is. Here's what that is. And just vomit information. So since I was new to my disease and he was new to treating somebody with a disease, he'd seen it once in college. That's it. And he was kind of over the moon, like his little nerdy doctor personality was coming out. And he really, really wanted to figure out what would work and how to fix me and how to, you know, line me up into where I'm more manageable instead of just being chaotic. And I think that's why he was so adamant about not taking the dipenicillamine. So when you were 17, how old was this guy, do you think? Oh, he had to have been in his 40s. 1740. Yeah, he was one of the old school docs. So, now they now they're just like pill pushers, and, and he, that's a sad thing to say. He was phenomenal. I I saw him in Twin Falls. Well, he was my doctor for thirty years or twenty years. Yeah, twenty years. And I saw him all the time. I'd drive all the way to Twin Falls to go see him at his practice down there. Well, he eventually closed his practice because it became such a headache. For him to deal with, jumping through hoops, fighting with insurance, doing everything. So he just bought into the St. Luke's machine and came up here and was on, like, the Idaho Board of Urology, like the National Board of Urology. Like, he was uh, big in the world, and he loved it. One of the one of the good guys. Well, he worked for St. Luke's for maybe five years before he's like, fuck this i'm out (laughs) and he and three or four other doctors moved down to oklahoma and started their own practice down there they just Mm. said screw it we're not dealing with the 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 nonsense the bullshit that you guys have us jumping through st luke's i was in there one time having a stent taken out of me i had a a tube shoved up the end of my pee hole and he's got a little gripper on there where they grab this stent and they pull everything out of you yeah. Well, St. Luke's had had some budget cuts and replaced their uh, equipment manager guy. So they came in and just looted all of their clinics and facilities and left them bare bones minimums. Well, when they're looting this stuff, I mean, they go to the supply closet and they've got four of these scopes stacked up. So he took three of them and left. Well, he took a good scope and a good scope and a good scope and he left the spare. Nice. Uh, it's the spare because it doesn't always work. So this guy feeds all this stuff into me, looks at the nurse and goes, close. Close. Close the hook. You know, because he's telling her to, to shut the little pinchers on this thing. And she's sitting there going, just punching a button. And she's looking at him like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and he goes, motherfuckers. And <laughs> like, seriously, this dude was maybe 100 pounds. 
And he goes marching out in the office. And I can hear him just cussing people out. Just scream at him. Nice. I got a fucking kid in here that's got a scope up his dick. And you motherfuckers took all my shit. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is awesome. I'm panicking too, though. Can you please hurry? So he goes outside. Comes back in. He's got like a pair of vice grips and another pair of pliers. Uh. And he like grabs a hold of the end of the, the instrument with the vice grips, grabs the pliers and closes it manually and then takes everything out. Ugh. And he's like, I am so sorry. That is fucking bullshit. Jesus. <laughs> well, good for him. <laughs> and I've, I've seen him go off on people twice that time. And then another time I was in the hospital and I had a percutaneous nephrostomy tube into my kidney. And he, <laughs> he tells me, Hey, I'm going to pull this out. If anything seems weird, let me know. He goes, you've been through this. You know how it goes. He goes, if anything feels weird, let me know. All right. So I'm sitting there and, oh, man, I'm getting uncomfortable. And I kind of reach back and there's like a football under my back. And I'm like, that's not normal. Ew. So I, I hit the nurse and pager and she comes in. She goes, oh, no, no, that that is very normal. That's how that looks. He's going to oh, be okay. No. And I'm just like. No, it's it's not like that. This isn't right. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm like, no, it's it's draining into my back and it's not coming out of my back. It's filling my back. <laughs> no, no. So my mom calls the doctor because she gave him her cell phone. Like, hey, you should probably come down here and check this out. Jared's back swelled up like a football. And he's like, what? I'm on my way. Click. Five minutes later, he comes bombing through the door and he's like, oh, my God. He goes, I'm sorry, this is going to hurt. <laughs> no. Takes a pair of little, like, forcep pincher deals and stabs me. <laughs> ah. And starts digging in my back with these. And, all, I mean, like, my back just immediately flushed and cleaned uh. out. And, I mean, it was just like, oh, I feel better. So he goes, all right. He goes, you should be okay. He goes, I'm going to order some antibiotics just in case, you know, make sure you're going to be all right. He goes, if you have anything else, call me. Walks out in the hallway and he exploded. <laughs> he absolutely lit this nurse a new asshole. And he goes, when one of my fucking patients tells them you to call me, you fucking call me. It's my choice, not yours. Jesus. <laughs> I was like, God damn. <laughs> but I think this guy had a crush on you or something. I, I think genuinely I was the only patient he had that wasn't 80 years old yeah like they liked seeing me because i was alive <laughs> <laughs> you know and and 30 no 20 no like 28 years ago like 80 30 years ago is different than 80 today yeah, well, yeah. 80 30, yeah. 30 years ago was old yeah well it's it's still <laughs> it's, uh, it's still pretty old but but he he was just he was a hell of a doctor and i, I still respect the shit out of him it sounds like a like you had a good guy i did and then after that i got transferred to a new doctor because he moved and st luke's is like hey we got a guy's gonna take great care of you and i was like sounds great is he familiar with what I have? Has he dealt with anybody with this type of kidney stone? Has he helped? Oh, yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. So I walk into his office the first time when I meet him, and he looks at me, and he goes, 
how you doing? And I said, I'm good. And he goes, uh, all right, well, see you back in six months. And I went, you're not going to look at me? You're not going to touch me? I'm just going to come back in six months? See you in six months. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, that doesn't seem... If you say so. doesn't seem real normal, but I guess... Dude, that's... Wow, that's that's wild. So, I, I went from having a doctor that super cared to having a doctor who super didn't. And one day it was... You'll probably remember this because I was working. Ah. And I was passing a stone and I was feeling like shit. Oh, I remember that, yeah. And I, I that. call up, I'm like, hey, I'm passing a stone. I can tell it's moving. Like, because it'll be like, oh, I feel better. Oh, I feel worse. Oh, I feel better. Oh, I feel worse. I was like, I can I can tell it's moving. I said, can, is there any way I can get like five Percocet to get me through the weekend? Because it was on a Friday. Uh-huh. I just... I don't want to go to the ER if I can get this out in the next couple days. No, you'll have to come in and have a CT scan. And I was like, for real, I have to spend $3,000 so you can tell me I have a kidney stone so that you can give me the $4 in prescription pills. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to spend three grand when I know I can get this kidney stone out. Nope, nope, you got to come in and get it out. It's like, well, I'm not fucking doing that. You're a fucking idiot. And she goes, excuse me? And I was like, you people fucking suck. I'm like, this is <laughs> bullshit. Like, I'm not asking I'm not asking for 250 Percocet 10 325s. Uh, I'm not fiending. I just want five Percocet to get me through the weekend to see if I can get this kidney stone out. Nope. Dude. I said, well, fuck you and fuck your doctor. And I hung up on him. I think I remember that. Uh, then I got a nice letter in the mail stating how I was abusive and could not be their patient anymore. <laughs> and did you also, did you send them a letter or an email back stating that you guys think I'm abusive because I was passing a kidney stone I passed, and upset that I passed you wouldn't a give kidney me stone a drug that looked like a peanut. Ugh. And uh. it hurt like a motherfucker. Well, yeah, because you couldn't get your fucking purpose. And, and how does a motherfucker hurt? I would oh, wonder. real bad. <laughs> like, good, but I—that's—that's yeah. that's the only time I've been fired from a doctor, <laughs> dude. I've never passed a kidney stone, knock on wood, because that is—that sounds horrible. And I've been around a couple people, not you, who have had kidney stones, and they go, "It is the most unbearable fucking pain because you're just sick You've and been... you can't pee, and there's just you just." Every time you pee, you piss blood, and it sucks, and it hurts, and you just you're puking, and then you're all of a sudden good because the stone comes out, and you're just like your body just goes, "All right, you're cool." You've been around me when I've been passing stones more oh, yeah. than once. Um, yes, I know, <laughs> I have, and it is. Um, I think you're a lot better than you probably used to be. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm a freaky weirdo. Because like people people will pass these little bitty <laughs> microscopic sand sized kidney stones and just be like, I'm dying. This like, son of a bitch sends me yeah, pictures. I just pissed the nickel out, dude. <laughs> he he sent me a picture once, and I was in the middle of out there driving my route, driving my route. I get a text from Jay, and I go, image. And I open it, and he's got the tip of a pen sticking out, and he's yeah. got two stones that are bigger than the tip of this pen sticking out. And he goes, I just pissed these out in my truck. <laughs> Good for you, man. Yeah. Well, that's unbelievable and gross. And also, yo, thank you. <laughs> but but, you know, if if as a nurse, if you don't see it coming 
and all of a sudden it's it sprung on you. People fall on the floor and writhe around, and oh, it's yeah. like, God damn, I don't know what this is. It's not a seizure. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Because you don't know, you know, because you don't see it that often when it happens like that. I know Ooh. with me, I'll, I'll be sitting there and I'll just be like, uh-oh, I feel a little bit uncomfortable. Oof. Fuck me. <laughs> well, you've probably got... It's going to uh, be a long night. <laughs> you've yeah. probably got a, got a calloused urethra, huh? I do. Yeah, probably. It sounds insane, but I don't bleed anymore. Ooh. Like when I, when I pass kidney stones, people be like, well, you're bleeding? No. Well, then it's not a kidney stone. It's a kidney stone. And the best part, too, was... Hot cock, bro. Anytime, anytime I'd go in, I'd be like, hey, I'm passing a kidney stone. And they'd look at me like, oh, okay, do you want all the drugs now or later? Like, no, look, I don't care. I'm passing a kidney stone. I need to go, I need to go get a CT. We need to figure this thing out. What's your name? What's your date of birth? Oh, God, let's get you back there. <laughs> Because they'll pull it up, and then all of a sudden my file just starts downloading for five minutes, and they're like, oh, Bubba, you oh, need to come back here. Dude, that's like the story. I think we told it on this on this podcast before where we were up camping years ago, and uh, I had those – my buddies from high school that their girlfriends were both nurses at the same oh, yeah. practice. Yeah, yeah. And you had said something about kidney stones, and both of them just look at him and go, that's not true. That's impossible. And he goes, I'm one of two people in the state of Idaho yeah. who have this disease. Well, and nurses get cynical because, you know, the, uh, Dude. the hardcore drug users always say, I got kidney stones. Oh, yeah. And I've watched them, and the doctor will say, you know what, you need to pee into this screen. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I, I forgot. I peed well, in the toilet. What was so wild about that story is he was just talking about it. He yeah. was like, yeah, I just have this disease. You know, it's nothing like super special. And they straight up just mean mugged him and looked at him and basically called him a fucking liar to his face. And I, he I told looked, her, I go, this is my name. This is my date of birth. I give you permission to go look me up. Do it. Go. Go look me up. They shut down pretty quick about it. And then <laughs> yeah. I see her now. I see one of them now yeah. regularly. And I want to bring it up so bad. <laughs> but I, I I remember one time I was hurting. God, I, I've been hurting for two or three days. And it finally, when I get to the point where I can't keep anything down and I can't sleep, I'm like, it's time to go to the fucking hospital. Hooray! So I go into think, the hospital. Wait, wait, do you think perhaps you delayed it a bit long? No. Okay. Because... I felt bad for two or three days and passed them. Okay, I'm sorry. But I, I, I go bebopping in there, and I'm like, hey, I'm passing a stone. All right, let's get back here. So I'm walking back, and I'm sitting on the thing, and they're starting to you know, pull stuff out and start talking to me. What you got going on? What's this? What's that? And I go, uh, hey, I'm good. Can I go home? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, what happened? I was like, it passed. It went down into my bladder. They're like, for real? I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh yeah, you, you can totally leave. I was like, all right, see you guys. And I walked right out of the hospital. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the hard thing though is when you feel really bad and you've taken like pain medicine, and the pain medicine is is fighting the pain and trying to keep you feeling halfway normal, and then you pass a kidney stone and you go, holy shit, I'm fucked up. What happened? <laughs> 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 because all your pain, all your pain is gone. 
but that stuff is still fighting it. You're just like, oh no, I've turned retarded. What happened? No, dude, there, nothing matches the retardedness of you taking that muscle relaxer because oh, what the God, fuck dude. was it for? We came to the bar one I day. I think your back was fucked My up. My back was super fucked up, so I took a muscle relaxer. And Jared, the most undrinky guy ever, doesn't drink ever for anything unless it's a super special occasion and he'll have a beer. Oh, dude. And it's not even a beer, it's like a strawberry daiquiri oh, yeah. or a super foo-foo drink. And this this cat takes his muscle relaxer sit at the bar, and he just went full on goon brain. It I, was the funniest shit. I hadn't I've ever eaten seen. anything all day. I hadn't felt good. My back hurt all day long, and I take that muscle relaxer, and I'm sitting at the bar, and all of a sudden it kicks in. And I'm just like, oh shit, I need food. Dude, I need food now. <laughs> and what's funny is he's sitting here. I think the hamburger yeah. was sitting next to you, and then I'm across from both of you oh, guys, yeah. and I just watch you just. I'm tur- just you fucking melted. nodding off. <laughs> Dude, you melted into this bar stool. I was like, oh my God, this is the funniest shit I ever seen. The nice thing was I ate. We sat there long enough that I was like, oh, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Muscle relaxers uh, have, have gotten me pretty good where I just get stupid too. Some people it does and apparently I, we're both true of them. I'd had those me. and I'd never had them do that to me before. But I think it was just a perfect combination of not eating and... Being busy, and then I took one, and it was like, hey, fuck you, buddy. Was it Robaxin? I have no idea. Fuck, who knows? I don't remember. It was a random pill that someone was like, here, take this. Well, I normally don't take blue pills I find on bathroom floors, but this one looks reliable. Yeah, trustworthy. (laughs) It's probably Viagra. (laughs) My back hurts, but my dick is rock hard. (laughs) now, Now that we've gotten this far into it, so this billions of dollars that's paid out to everybody, it doesn't affect any of the companies that you talked about, correct? Well, it won't affect them. No, but that's that's. Think about this: like, Pfizer doesn't make one medicine; they make hundreds of medicines. Okay, if not thousands. All their medicine is making them millions and billions of dollars every single day. Well, how much? So they have. So they have one where they have to take it in the shorts and, and lose part of the profit. Of that medicine. Part of the profit. Not, not all of the yeah, profit. They have to pay out for, for buying a tank of gas that day. So so they get a, a, a slap on the wrist as they're still just over here with the money rake. Just like, do you want me to just keep piling it right here in the same pile or do we want to move it? So and how much... Because I keep hearing them talk about the... Especially with like Pfizer is this like the COVID buyout that was like... Or the whatever it was. Billions of dollars of government funds that went to Pfizer... Because they kicked out the vaccine. Is that something I'm just making up in my brain? Or? No, no, you're not. It, it was government funded. The government basically backed up the money truck and, and said, here anytime, you go. anytime you hear government funded, look in the mirror. Because that would be your ass. I'll stop saying not to trust the government if you guys back the money truck up to my house. Just saying. I Ain't you're happening. listening. No, and if, if, you, if you look into it, too. Money truck. Like... All the pharmaceutical companies have paid billions of dollars in in liability. And then you back that little truck up and look over here and you realize, oh, they have complete and utter immunity from the COVID vaccinations. Yeah. Huh. That's fucked up. <laughs> well, and I mean, it almost sounds like it's just basically for those people that like any any anybody who's involved in the lawsuit. It just basically sounds to me like it's just fucking hush money. It's to be like, here's a bunch of money. Now shut the fuck up. That's all it is. Yeah. I, I read a really profound okay. thing. I think it was today. Um, let me see if I can bring it back up. 
Oh, I just lost it. Uh, it'll come back to me. Proceed. I'm I'll, sure I'll Pfizer you. has some medicine that if we give you the medicine, it'll help you remember. <laughs> no, no. Here, here's what it is. You <laughs> might have explosive diarrhea and your eyes are going to fall out, but you know what? No, here's what it is. Um, the The pharmaceutical and the big corporations make the policy. Congress announces it. Yeah. That is the most profound thing I've read in a long time. Oh, yeah. I, just, I had to read that twice and think about it. The pharmaceutical and the big companies make policy, and the Congress announces it. And if you think those fuckers aren't crooked, let me disabuse you of that. But here's the double-edged sword with pharmaceuticals. Who else is going to make it? Mm-hmm. There's no other country in the world who is throwing a dollar at medications. Just us. Yeah. Just us and... Yeah, because um, people will sit here and be like, oh, wow, Great Britain and Canada, they have socialized medicine. It's so wonderful. Yeah, they don't do any fucking research. They don't do any fucking yeah. R&D. They don't, they're not out here making medications. They're not doing anything. Well, just a minute. Great Britain, there's two ways of 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 um, uh, parceling out medica- me- medical care. And one way is... You make people wait in line. Great Britain. Oh, uh, yeah, so you just died. Sorry, I guess we don't have to worry about yeah. that. Or Canada, where it's like, oh, well, here, yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Let us help you die. There's what, two ways to deal with that. What I think is interesting, I was sitting I was sitting at a hibachi grill in the Bahamas. That's, that's how this story is going to start. That's interesting to begin with. So I'm sitting there at this Intrigue. grill, and we're talking with a couple from Canada. And just the natural progression of the conversation back and forth, we it got us into medicine, it got us into hospitals, got us into all of that stuff. Did they say a boot? Oh yeah. Okay. All right. But we're just just through the conversation, and I go, I go. So I have kidney stones. Like, do I just walk in and be like, you know, one procedure, please? They go, oh, kinda. You take a number. Uh, and God, it's like the DMV. It depends. The thing is, the doctor looks at you and goes, well, you're in, let's say you're level five on pain, so you can probably be okay for another couple weeks, and if we got to take it out, we'll take it out. If it, if it passes between now and then, we'll see what happens. She told me, and the husband told me too, everyone in Canada that can has private health insurance as well. Yes. And if you have private health insurance, you know what that does? Do not take a number. Just go straight to the front of the line and go, fix me, fuckers. Interesting. And it will cost you money. Ah, okay. (laughs) So if you're going in just like your eyes, they wouldn't fix your eyes. They'd tell you to go fuck yourself. They would. They'd say, Dan, you're a 70-year-old man. What good's it going to do? Get a white cane. Yeah. Good luck. Get thicker glasses. Figure it out. Zach suffered long enough, man. You can suffer just like him. And that's the part that people don't want to talk about with socialized medicine is that hey if you if you're diagnosed with stage four cancer it's been a good honor serving time with you have fun dying you're yeah. done and yeah. you know what stage four cancer that's brutal it is. not everybody's gonna make it but in the states we fucking try mm-hmm. and we will save some people we'll have some people that go into remission and live 20 30 40 50 more years hooray we did it well but see here's the other thing that there's a whole skew in the system and I, I'm on Medicare, obviously. I'm of that age. And at 65, you're on Medicare whether you want to be or not. 
and I have a what they call a it's not a supplement panel. It's a thing where you you pledge over your Medicare, and it's your it's a, it becomes a PPO. I've never had this kind of coverage in my life. These uh, eye surgeries cost me two hundred twenty five dollars each time. Damn. That's amazing. <laughs> well, and let me tell you, do you have any idea what it would cost you guys? Uh, probably throw a couple zeros on the end yeah. of that. Um, uh, probably be times, uh, you'd probably be double that and a little bit more. So, you know, guess who subsidizes that? Welcome, that would be Daniel. you, young fellows. You know why? Because we want to see your sparkling eyes without glasses. I want you <laughs> just to be out there just flashing them baby blues. <laughs> I've actually, every time I get my paychecks, I put a little note next to the Medicare thing where I pay. It says, only for Dan. <laughs> yeah, well, th- that's good. But you see, th- that's that's not just it. It's not that you guys are subsidizing me. The whole Social Security thing drags the whole medical system along with it because every hospital has to meet so uh medicare i mean not no social security medicare they have to meet medicare standards oh yeah and you can't meet medicare standards medicare standards is medicare doesn't pay shit frankly and so mm-hmm. guess who makes up the difference oh yeah like i did for decades and decades and you know though like that's that's one thing that i'll say about our country that's pretty fucking cool well you it know, is it I, is and it isn't i have no problem with with our with our tax dollars and everything yeah. that we get taken out of our checks, going to help you see better, going to help you know if you need a knee replaced or the missus needs a new hip. Well, like, I was going to say, yeah, like you... I'm all about that kind of stuff, and and I I have gotten to the point where I wholeheartedly agree. All of our tax money should stay in America, and we should tell the entire yeah. rest of the world to suck the massivest dick they've ever sucked you because are, we don't care anymore. You are correct. Mm-hmm. We can't afford it. You know, we need to stop. I mean, but we, we, we send we, billions and billions of dollars to countries that you've never heard of for yeah. aid that they don't use. Which I don't even understand. It's it's all fake. Any that, Dude, we're just printing money for fun yeah. anyway. There's nothing backing it, so we're just sending them dollar bills over there. So but, they but, can... but see, here's where the skew in the system... I, I was a nurse for 30 years, and from the time I started and till the time I ended, the paperwork and regulations and red tape and and the shit you had to dodge around increased logarithmically in oh, 30 yeah. years. And so now nurses go, oh, well, this is just normal. It's this big baseball bat up my ass, but... I've, you know, that's what you get for being a nurse. When, no, 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 no. When Obamacare got shoved up everybody's ass, oh. dude, all, all the doctors I see were fucking pissed they because were. it went from being like, Dan, how you doing? Legitimately, how are you doing? I know your knees messed up and we looked at your knee, but how are you? How's the wife? How are the kids? You know, your doctor was, was more than a doctor. He was somebody who cared about you, and he cared about your situation. He wanted to make sure your knee was fixed, but he liked you too because you were the cool old guy that used to be a nurse. When Obamacare started hitting, they didn't give a shit. It became, your knee's fine. Get the fuck out. I got to chart all this. Well, it, it actually started before that. Said um, knee hurt. It's not hurt. <laughs> it, it started in the, in the mid to late 80s, and... Um, that's when they started having what they call diagnosis-related groups. And if you had a diagnosis, this is what they were going to pay. Didn't matter whether you had complications, they were going to pay this, and the hospitals had to figure it out. Um, my doctor is very cool. Uh, 
But, you know, there's certain, uh, and I'm warning you guys, there's certain standard questions they ask you when, because you have to go in for yearly checkup because normally I avoid the doctor like the plague, but I cannot. So I go in there. They say, have you fallen? Are you worried about food? Are you worried about paying your rent? Do they ask you if your wife's beating you? Uh, no. They ask my dad every single time. Is your significant other abusive anyway? Yeah, they asked something about that. He's like, no. <laughs> My significant other's about this tall. He, he thinks so, it's such an odd question because he never had it before. And all of a sudden, they started asking him if he's getting beat at home. <laughs> how old's your dad? About your age. Is he, he's Medicare age then. Yeah. Yeah, they start asking those questions. What do you got all these bruises on your face for? <laughs> I'm a farmer. What do you think? Then they tell him he's too fat. <laughs> they tell him he needs to lose weight. And then they... Uh, Get mad at him because he tells them basically to go fuck themselves. <laughs> well, that that depends on the doctor too. That's why I have the doctor I do. I'm I'm real happy with my doctor of osteopathy, the D.O. Last time he went into the doctor for an issue, he he'd had gout in his foot, Oof. and it was killing him. And all of Oof. his friends said, "Dude, go to the doctor. They can give you some medicine that'll clear it up real quick. You'll be fine." Next time, send him to me. I got some gout meds so upstairs. So he's, he's hobbling around and hobbling around for three weeks before he can get into the doctor. Well, three weeks later, it's better. He feels fine. Uh-huh. And he goes in there, and he sits down, and he goes, well, take your shoe off. Let's take a look at it. He's like, it doesn't hurt anymore. He goes, but I just wanted to see if like I could get some medicine just in case. And he's like, well, not really, because you don't show any symptoms of it, and yada, yada, yada. And he goes, which toe hurt? And he goes, like, the big one hurt really bad. And he grabs my dad's toe and bends it down. And my dad goes, if you'd have done that three weeks ago, I would have punched you in the top of the head. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, why? And he goes, because I had gout three weeks ago, you dick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've, (laughs) you know, sometimes doctors do stuff and and they say, oh, you you got a bad shoulder. Well, let me mess with it. And it's like, good God almighty. Does it hurt when I try to pin it behind your back like you're being arrested? Yes. <laughs> of course it, it does. Does it hurt when I try to choke you? Are you serious? I'm going to put my foot in your armpit. I'm going to try to pull your shoulder out of the socket. Tell me if it hurts. God. Yeah, it's going to hurt, stupid. Let's just pretend we did this. I think they're just doing it because they want to. They want you to make a weird sound. Be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it goes out there with his Dr. Bingo card. He's like, made a patient cry. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Made a patient break out and sweat. <laughs> yeah, stuck my finger up his ass with no need. That's another Dude, mark. Dude, you know what's even worse is the minute that he walks out, he walks out of your room after he just got done sticking his finger in your ass, and he goes, Bingo! <laughs> Fuck! You son of a bitch. <laughs> I knew it. Did you hear about that guy that went back and shot his doctor because his doctor made him nut whenever yes! he was checking his prostate? <laughs> Well, so good. If, if he hadn't been using that that eight inch dildo, maybe it wouldn't happen. Dude, the minute I heard that story, I immediately went to what was the the movie? Was it Road Trip? The one that it was Stifler, but it wasn't Stifler. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This time, and, this time, dude, put two fingers up in there. Do three, two fingers. Let's go three. <laughs> no, I just oof. I thought, man, either that guy has been repressed and gay his whole whole life, and he finally just came buckets, and he's ashamed, or. God, are you okay? <laughs> I got the hiccups. Or that doctor was a little too friendly when he was checking. <laughs> well, what, what? He just goes up there, goes boop, 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 boop. <laughs> and so that's the hot tip, guys. When you when you go to get your prostate checked, 
one hand on the shoulder is okay. Two hands on the shoulders, <laughs> it's not just a prostate well, check. If, if they're going, if they're if they're going fingers deep on you, you know there's probably a problem because they don't even do that anymore. They check well, your urine and if blood he if he reaches around you and goes no hands, be terrified. Yeah. If you start singing, says, let, let, let me just grab your hips here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know something Funny ain't story, right. You went to the wrong doctor's office. You went to the prison. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Tell me I'm a bad doctor. What? What'd you say to me, you <laughs> pervert? <laughs> Quit licking my ear. God. <laughs> You'd be very uncomfortable. Have you always been missing those teeth? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You're not a doctor at all, are you? <laughs> You're the janitor. Fuck. This is an old pizza hut. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I can a... tell because of the roof. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are going by the wayside just like just like the blockbuster. That's dude. right. Pizza huts, McDonald's, they're all growing up, boys. Well, I think we're done for today, boys. Thanks for joining us. I hope you enjoyed our talk on drugs. And and anuses and, yeah. And in case you're wondering, I ordered us some Bump Energy. Yes. So we should have it here by next week. Hey, Bump Boys, and Bump Energy Boys. Y- you know, you better, out here. you better explain that shit before we get arrested here. I know. I'm, like, excited yet also not excited because I think we all need to do a line of Bump <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> when we start recording next week. And we can all stay up all night and... Play video games. Yeah, because, I mean, it is a Wednesday, so... Yeah, why not? Fuck so, it. Fuck it. Thanks, everybody. Have a great night. Come back up. See ya. Goodbye, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm excited for the fuck. <laughs>